0: Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, My favorite comic book character is Superboy, um, mainly just because he's really funny and really cool and always has the best comebacks. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf, Ah, from the TV screens and movie scenes, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to
1: another issue of the comic section, issue number eight. I am your host, Jason, alongside my co-host, Lil' C.O. What's going on, Lil' (laughs) C.O.? Nothing
2: much, man. I'm just kicking it.
1: kicking it? I'm good, man. I know you were a little (laughs) under the weather recently, right?
2: I'm still under the weather. It's horrible. Um, I got a little bit of that con crud after the Charlotte mini con.
1: Ooh, we got to talk about that. Yeah. You had a good time?
2: Oh, I had an awesome time. It was fabulous. Okay.
1: (laughs) Word, man. Man, Charlotte is I love Charlotte. I,
2: love Char- I wish I could live there, but,
1: Yeah.
2: uh too much city for
1: me. Too much city. <laughs> Somebody done rubbed up on you, they got sick. <laughs> yeah. Me and even brought it down here. Now I might get it now because yep. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I'll CEO. make sure to
2: clean this mic up. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to spray it down with a little light saw, but it's all good. You're here. I'm here for another great issue of the comic section. A lot of great things that happened, a lot of big things we gotta talk about, yo and I think we need to go ahead and do that. Let's get into it, guys, for breaking news headlines. The Daily Planet criticizing those who think they're above the laws a little hypocritical, wouldn't you say? Considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you are read a puff piece editorial about an alien who, if he wanted to, could burn the whole place down. It wouldn't be a damn thing. We could do stuff.
0: Most of the world doesn't share your opinion,
1: Mr. Wayne. Maybe it's the Gotham City in me. We just have a bad history with freaks dressed like clowns. CEO, you heard it. Ben Affleck officially not returning as Batman. Your thoughts?
2: Um, I'm super mad about it. You are? <laughs> I am. I really liked...
1: You like Batfleck?
2: Okay, so it's really funny because when he was announced that he'd been cast for Batman, I was actually super upset about it. Um, I don't really care for Ben Affleck as an actor or as a person. So I actually was really, really against it. But then when I saw him in uh, Batman versus Superman, he did such a good job. Like, he nailed it. I loved his grizzled, older batman that's something we don't ever get to really see um you know most of the the batman are younger they're you know they're in their prime they're the best version of of batman that we ever have so um to see an older batman was you know a little disgruntled a little you know uh, like pessimistic about the future of superheroing and stuff like that i loved it i ate up every second of it so i'm kind of really bummed that they replaced him um, or I guess they have, well, they've kicked him out of the project or he left or whatever it was, you know, cause they won't tell us the real truth. Um, but yeah, I saw that he literally, I mean, he confirmed it. He like retweeted something and was like, yeah, I'm passing on the baton. Yeah. And yeah. I'm actually really bummed out about it. And I'm really not pleased with how mean, like the fans are being about it. And mm. it's their fault really. Cause they, all the negative press, I feel like is the reason why they decided to get rid of him. um, Or why he decided to leave. Because I think he was just not having as much fun as he thought he was going to.
1: Right. Especially from the memes and everything. Yeah. You know, the And the Martha stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh.
2: Don't even get me started on
1: that. I know. I know. (laughs) Well, we don't know as of yet who is going to be the new Batman. And, you know, Matt Reeves, he actually set a release date for the new Batman film, which is going to be June 25th, 2021. So that's about two years away. We actually have a date. Which is great because, you know, for the longest time we kept hearing it's in production. It's been rewritten, the script. Uh, DC loves the new script. Oh, there's some changes happening. And then it has been super quiet. And then all of a sudden, all of this happens within 24 hours. So it's a lot of exciting news. And sometimes, you know, I know you're not all that excited. Yeah, and
2: I and I saw that they're they're looking for a, a younger Batman this right. time. So I'm like, oh, great, yay! And like
1: you, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of Ben Affleck at the start, right? But you know, after seeing Batman v Superman and seeing how he was like the older Batman, we never got that before. Yeah, never. So that was cool. That was a cool way of doing it. Um, yeah. I and I don't
2: I don't know what this means for like the continuity or the timeline or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I know they keep saying. Oh, well, our DC movies are going to be um individual, they're not connected. They don't they exist in their own little pocket universes. But like it's hard for us to kind of wrap our minds around that when they they did have the Justice League movie. They had all these characters in the same place at the same time. So, how are we going to explain, you know, Wonder Woman and Aquaman who've met Batman with a new Batman, you right. know? So, whatever. I, you know, I honestly at the end of the day, and it's sad because I'm a DC fan. I love DC. I love yeah. DC comics. But at the end of the day, I'm just like Okay, I don't care. Like, mm. they just, they've really kind of beaten their, 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 what's the word, fan base down, I yeah. feel like, because I'm just not interested. I just don't care anymore.
1: Mm. Which is
2: sad. Like, I hate to say that, but. Yeah. I'm demot- I am
1: demotivated. <laughs> oh wow! Does that suck? Ugh. Well, DC, you're going to have to step your game up, man, to get Lil' Seal back on board, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think they're doing, honestly, I feel like they're going in the right direction. Obviously with Aquaman doing what it did, and Wonder Woman, we know it's going to be great and where Patty Jenkins is taking it. So I guess we just have to wait and see. That's a good point. Matt Reeves is a great director.
2: Yeah.
1: And from what I've read also that this is really going to be the most detective Batman we've ever seen. Because, you know, in a lot of movies, he never really shown the detective side. they really don't. You know?
2: (laughs) They're just like, oh, you know, I mean, okay, I mean, and all these things are true, but, you know, he's a master in uh, physical combat, you know, like the martial arts and stuff. Um, Obviously, he's a genius and he's got all these great gadgets and stuff like that, but... Yeah, we never get to really see him being a detective with some mysteries, you know, clues, putting things together, finding conspiracies. I mean, where's my court of owls? Like, what the heck? You know, so um, that would be really cool if they did like a court of owls storyline. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. And where it is, is that I believe Matt Reeves kind of rumored or he kind of put it out there that Batman is going to be facing most, if not all, his role gallery. in Oh, movie. Um So they throwing this is just a rumor or that's
2: scary. <laughs> yeah, you wanna throw
1: everybody at him at once. Now that would be different. That would be insane.
2: There are some there's some really cool storylines where all of his, his rogues have gathered together and they're like plotting against him. So there's some really cool things they could do with that. Yeah. I mean, even right now in uh uh rebirth, he him and if everybody remembers him and Catwoman were engaged to be married. Mm -hmm. And they both left each other at the same time the night before the wedding. Um, And, you know, as they're on some rooftop somewhere being pensive and thoughtful or whatever about it, uh, it cuts to like Bane. Like Bane's the head of it, it seems at least, or it appears. Um, And then all of his rogues gallery is standing behind him, helping him with whatever this plan is to break them up and turn the Batman Either it's the dark side or crazy or who knows yet, um, but yeah, there, that would be really interesting and yeah, something we've never seen before. And I love other; I'd love to see more of the bat villains besides Joker. Yeah, um, you know, like that'd be really interesting, especially Riddler. I'd love to see Riddler and obviously Mister Freeze, which I've talked about before. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, them, them, if they all join together, they usually can do some serious you know, damage. I'm so it, man. <laughs> give him an actual run for his money. And you know
1: what, man, the Batman may need some help. And speaking of help. Oh. Woo. Birds of Prey. Yes. Teaser. I'm
2: so excited.
1: <laughs> that teaser? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> quick look quick little teaser. I mean it truly is a teaser. Truly a teaser, yeah. But hey man, Birds of Prey. I'm excited just from that little tease that we got with Harley Quinn, you know, I like all the new characters. I love the new faces. I'm interested. Your thoughts?
2: I'm I'm really excited, like because I mean, obviously, I'm excited for a movie filled with ladies, mm-hmm. like of course, Yep. Um, but honestly, they are really interesting ladies. I I've never really cared for the Harley Quinn character. Um, you know, I don't dislike her, but I, you know, I'm 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 like neutral about it. Gotcha. Um, but Margot Robbie just like brings a certain. She just brings something that she, she like makes me want to care about Harley Quinn. She's doing an amazing job. So to see her passion and her excitement. Like it's obviously leaking into. I mean, even though it was like 15 seconds long, I could feel like the buzz. I could feel the excitement. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm really excited. Um. Supposedly, uh, you know, not everything's nailed down yet, but there's going to be characters like uh, Black Canary, which we've already seen on Arrow. Um. But some new characters, well, Huntress, I think we've seen on Black. Um. I'm sorry, on Arrow too. Um. But, yeah, you know, so that's cool. But uh, Cassandra Kane, who we've never seen before. Right. Um, Cassandra Kane was Batgirl at one point, even though they retconned it and they tried to bury it. Um, <laughs> but she was Batgirl. Um, she was a character, I think, called Orphan. And then she was, like, Black Bat or something like that. She's a really cool character. She doesn't get a lot of credit. Um, she's, like, Lady Shiva's daughter. So she's kind of... Um, a hardcore character but she's the uh the asian girl with the cast on her arm oh um, correct In that in the little five seconds there yeah um so that's definitely interesting but then characters like black mask who we don't get to see a lot of especially in live action stuff that's really interesting yeah. and um what's his name is it hector zaz or um what is oh victor victor not hector <laughs> victor <laughs> zaz who we actually saw on gotham for like a minute and that actor did such a good job
3: yeah
2: oh, like he is such a creepy character i'd love to see more um but yeah, that's an interesting little team up, Black Mask and and Victor's as. So right. we shall see. We we'll have to see,
1: man, Bert. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you know, uh, do you expect any cameos from maybe Batman? Maybe You know? Probably not. (laughs) Just because they don't
2: even know who their Batman is yet. It's true. If if they still had Bat Flag, like they probably would have thrown him in there for five seconds. Or maybe you could just
1: have anybody in the cow.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, really, you could hide. I mean, the mouth, like nobody, I mean, the only part you see is the mouth. So you could say it would be anybody under there. Just
1: see the Batmobile show up, man. Just ride through one quick time, you know? I'm
2: good with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Or even characters like, I mean, Nightwing, I mean, or um, the actual uh, Batgirl. you know Barbara Gordon or uh <laughs> excuse me Poison Ivy. Mm. I'm like so shocked that Poison Ivy's not in this movie after all that that talk that Margot Robbie was putting out there about having them be um you know they're cuz they're lovers in the comics Right. like having that that romantic pairing but we'll see it might, I guess. Though. I would I would love that. I'd be thrilled yeah. for a Poison Ivy again cuz she is an awesome character. Um, that Uma Thurman, you know, (laughs) characterization was fun, but not, like, super accurate. So, like, I would love to see an accurate representation of that character in a really awesome way.
1: Awesome. (laughs) We're excited, man. Birds of Prey. And, you know, we're going to keep it DC, guys. This is a lot of DC news that's been happening, yo. Suicide Squad 2. Word is James Gunn in the director's chair. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy went from Marvel to DC, you know what I'm saying? The ultimate crossover here, guys. And from what I heard is that the Suicide Squad movie is expected to be a relaunch of the franchise. So they might even have new people.
2: Yeah, it's. I think I read, I read that he's, he actually was like, uh, yesterday he did an interview. It's going to mm-hmm. be all new characters and all new actors.
1: Wow. So
2: complete... A redo.
1: Just a redo. everything. So. so,
2: I don't know. Maybe, like, they're, they'll say, like, maybe Will Smith's character, like, you know, like, De- um, Deadshot, Harley mm-hmm. Quinn. I mean, obviously, Harley Quinn's moved on. Yeah. So, maybe that's what they'll say. They earned their freedom. Right. You know, Diablo went his separate way. Katana yeah. went her way. Um, So, I don't know. Because there are other characters that they could play with when it comes to Suicide Squad, at least. As long, but-
1: as, long as they bring my girl Viola Davis back, man. I love her as Amanda Waller.
2: She is perfect. <laughs> I love her as Amanda
1: Waller. And you know, the the longest time they were like trying to get Oprah to play the role.
2: What? Are you kidding?
1: Because of how the comics kind of showed her, they kind of put Oprah as Amanda.
2: Yeah, Oprah? but like, I love Oprah, but you don't think she's of... all right actress.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it would be cool to see Oprah play like an evil because you know it's Oprah.
2: That's true. I don't think we've ever seen we've Oprah. We've
1: never seen overplay like, you know, someone who's just like evil and vindictive like that. But my homegirl, Viola Davis, she did it. And she I is
2: perfect.
1: We got lucky with Superman who shared our values. The next Superman might not. You're playing with fire,
0: Amanda. I'm fighting fire with fire. Well, y'all can have pictures that Task Force X project of years again, are you? Yes. But this time you're going to listen.
1: Like, I want her back. If she comes back. I'm <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm good with I'm that. riding with you. I'm <laughs> riding with you. So James Gunn, you think he can do it?
2: Oh, I know he can. We know he can do it. There's no yeah. ifs, ads, or buts about that. We know. It, the real question, the real question about um, James Gunn directing The Suicide Squad mm-hmm. is, will Warner Brothers let him do what he needs to do with it? Because it's not like they don't have, you know, talented and creative directors or creators. Mm-hmm. Um It's whether or not they box them into this corner where they don't allow them the creative freedom they need, like Justice League or Man of Steel. You know, they want a certain kind of movie, so they limit these directors or producers and we get a blah movie, you know, because you wanted it. They wanted it to be a mass appeal instead of being good. So um, hopefully, you know, since he has such a a reputation, they'll leave him alone.
1: Got that track record, (laughs) man. He gave you two movies. Trust him. Two movies. And then, you know... Obviously, he knows what he's doing, so he's good at getting a a squad, a team together. So, yeah, let him do what he do. He's going to do it up. I think he's going to do great. So I'm super excited. Hopefully, if he does get into that director's chair, because if he gets in that chair, I'm there day one. If it's
2: anyone else. I will give Suicide Squad another chance.
1: Right. If it's (laughs) anyone else, I might wait for somebody to, like, see it first, and then I'll go check it out. But James Gunn, oh, I'm there. I am there. So definitely be on the lookout. Suicide Squad 2, Batman, June 25th, 2021. Birds of Prey, DC. Heavy.
0: <laughs> Hi, this is Eric from Scratch and Spin Records in West Columbia, South Carolina. And my favorite childhood superhero has always been Batman. From, ever since I was a little kid, all the way up to now, always got to be Batman. Number one.
1: All right. Well, one film I'm definitely excited about. It. I'm going to be there day one. Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys 3, Big Willie Style, Big Will Smith, The Fresh Prince, Martin Lawrence, back together again. They showed a little, you know, photo on Will Smith's Instagram of those two. I mean, wow. You know? <laughs> they look so good. They don't look like they aged at all.
2: They're like, they look... Uh, they look like cops. That's that's what's funny to me. Because my dad's a police officer. Like, mm. Martin Lawrence looks like my dad.
1: For real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Your dad just... looks like Martin. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I know I'm definitely looking forward to it. The first two movies I love, I can rewatch over and over, recite the lines. I'm such a big Bad Boys fan. So, this is another movie that I'm super hyped that I didn't think was going to happen Because especially, you know, Will Smith doing all these things like you were saying with Suicide Squad, with Deadshot and all the other films he's doing. Martin Lawrence out on, you know, the road doing comedy, doing things here and there. But it's so awesome to see those two come back together again, reunited. And it feels so good, as the song says, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. And also, we're going to keep it DC, man. This is a DC heavy show. CW just announced that they renewed the entire DC lineup. My
0: name is Oliver Queen. I had to become the Green Arrow. My name is Barry Allen and I am the fastest man alive. My name is Kara Zor-El. I'm from Krypton. I am Supergirl. So please, don't call us heroes. We're legends.
1: Black back, come the day. White, bat, white, bat. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, also Riverdale, Dynasty, Charm, Supernatural, and the Vampire Diaries spinoff show, Legacies. What's your? Uh, well, you're kind of rolling your eyes over there for those who are listening. Obviously, they can't see us. Co, you don't look all that thrilled.
2: Boo! Mm. <laughs> Boo! Wow! Boo! Says me. It's like that. I'm I'm done with Arrow and Flash and Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow. Like oh, I feel bad. Cause like hot girl is on legends tomorrow and I love her, but I'm done. I can't, I feel like, I don't know. I've just, I feel like a lot of that is pre, um, the DC universe streaming service. Uh So I just, I I feel like there's going to be a disconnect now. And then honestly, they just have never really grabbed me anyways. Um, they've always been kind of wishy washy, like, Oh, well, this is good, but then this is bad. This is good, this is bad. like, all right, you know, yeah, can we there's no consistency. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, ah. um, like Arrow, for example, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of that character, like, yeah. he's just like and and it's sad because i like I like green Arrow in the comics, like he's a really funny, he's like witty, and yeah. I mean he he's definitely a little dark and brooding, but he's kind of sassy. Mm. But they just kill that complete part of him. They, oh. He's just... He is a Batman light on this show. Right. I can't... Just and it's like the it. worst parts of Batman, the whining and the brooding. Like, uh, are you good? <laughs> you are a billionaire. Like, what are you complaining about? Hey, man. I can't deal with it.
1: Times just up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: So, yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm I'm glad. Whatever. Um, I know a lot of people are still watching it, and I really do hope it's good, because I did hear good things about the Elseworlds crossover. So, right. So, I mean, obviously, when they do an event, like, they... they they come big and they and they do good, but mm-hmm. I need that consistency all season long. I'm sorry, I feel you. So okay, whatever. I mean, I, I'm glad that they're being uh, they're successful. I do like some of the um, the non superhero shows. I like Riverdale. Yeah, um, of course, I love Charmed. Um, I'm not excited that Supernatural got.
1: I'm like, hold on now, Supernatural. Got Supernatural. Renewed. How I thought it was over. Yeah, how many, It's, it's how, like eleven or twelve
2: seasons of that stupid show.
1: I thought they already defeated the devil <laughs> at least three times. They have man. like,
2: and they've died like um what's what's her name's uh Dean, Dean and, and uh, Sam and Dean. Yeah,
1: Sam and they Dean have Winchester. Died, like
2: three or four times, and then come back to life. It is so ridiculous, and wow. it's sad because I really liked that show.
1: I did to a certain point, but if they keep, they're it has still jumped gone. the shark it's just a shark like it's mm. over I can't deal with
2: it but whatever you want to okay. keep that going keep on going and no <laughs> offense but I have no respect for Vampire Diaries so I'm not interested in the spinoff
1: so uh, okay. congrats okay. on getting
3: renewed <laughs>
1: there we go man <laughs> that's it right there boy real shady over there man but you know what
3: I, I'm a DC
2: fan like that's sad
1: yeah Ugh. Well, Black Lightning, I've heard, was really good.
2: I, I haven't watched that yet. I'm very I'm hopeful, mm-hmm. and I've heard that it's consistent, and it's good, and yeah. um, it's got great storytelling. Um, it's on my queue right now, so I will watch that, maybe review that in the next podcast. But,
1: awesome.
2: Yeah. It looks it looks really good. It, yeah. it Aesthetically looking, mm-hmm. it looks like the best, in my opinion, of all the shows so far. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But... That's just me.
1: We're going to have to wait and see, guys, man. Well, hey, if you're a fan of any of those CW shows, I'm sure you're happy right now. Unlike my uh, (laughs) co-host, who may not be the most happy. But, hey, you know what? It's all good. Shout-outs to the CW and those shows that have been renewed. Definitely be on the lookout for that.
0: Hi, my name is Dimitri. My favorite superhero is Mon-El from The Legion of Superheroes. He's... A far future Kryptonian had the last Green Lantern ring for a while. Uh, lots of interesting arcs on his powers and interactions and split loyalties. We'll see you It's time that we talk about the coming
1: soon preview section of the podcast. And uh, coming soon, Black Panther. Yes! Back in theaters.
2: Hop-a-blast. Once <laughs> again.
1: This time it's going to be February, Black History Month, free. They're letting people come see the film free at all AMC theater locations. Big, big deal. Big deal. They already made their money. They billions. They might even win an Oscar. Hopefully. And now they're doing this awesome thing for for Black History Month, which is incredible. Because I've never seen a movie. Well, I mean, for the run that it had and the movement that it did, and then to be released again, but this time it's going to be free? For free, yeah. Wow. I've never seen anything like that happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that maybe maybe they got the idea when they did the Deadpool re-release and they mm-hmm. donated the money to um cancer research. I right. love that. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really it's like so heartwarming, especially yeah. for Black like History Month. Especially because mm-hmm. it was such a big film. Right. Like, and I know we talked about this the last time, but it was like this little underdog mm-hmm. film. Right. You know, it was this character that got introduced hastily in Civil War. They right. were like, oh, you know, what are we going to do with this guy? Um, and then his movie that they thought was going to be, eh, it was going to be all right. They put it in February of all the months. Right. You know, it, it blew everything away. Exactly. I feel like it changed everything for the MCU. Like suddenly the bar is like on another level. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's very very exciting. Uh, too bad there's no AMC theaters near us here in Charleston. I know,
1: man. We got to drive to go see. <laughs> we'll it. just
2: have to, I guess, rewatch it again on our DVDs hey, and Blu-rays.
1: Support it. And you know what? It's funny you say that because um, you know, like you were talking about with Deadpool, how some of the proceeds were going to cancer research. I believe I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but I believe some of the proceeds from the new Black Panther re-release is going to the uh, United Negro College Fund. Oh.
3: So. <laughs> So
1: precious. So they're doing, they're (laughs) they're doing it right, man. They're doing it right. I love it. That's why he's the man. That's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And also, other awesome trailers drop like this one right here.
0: In October 1989, 43 women around the world gave birth. None of these women had been pregnant when the day first began. How much do you want for it?
3: I have adopted six children. Gifted with abilities far beyond
1: the ordinary, I give you the Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. I know you're excited, Lucio. I know I'm excited, too, from seeing it. (laughs) Your thoughts, because I know you're a huge Umbrella Academy fan.
2: Oh yeah, I got problems. <laughs> oh, what happened? I uh, well, I've been reading Umbrella Academy since it came out. Fun fact. Okay. Uh, issue one of Umbrella Academy for uh, Apocalypse Suite, which uh, will probably be the beginning of this show, uh, came out on my birthday. Oh. Yeah, like what was it? Twelve years ago, I guess. Um. So yeah, I'm like a huge fan. But anyway, yeah, I'm very excited. I loved mm-hmm. the new full trailer. Um, I'm really excited to see how they explore the storyline because uh, the new characters Hazel and Cha Cha, the villains mm-hmm. with masks, yeah, um, they actually don't show up until basically like season two for the comics. They didn't show up until the second storyline, um, and even then, they were like in two scenes before they like they like died. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm really glad to see that they're introducing the characters sooner so that we can kind of enjoy them more. Um, but we'll see like where they actually go with them in the show. Um, because they're pretty hardcore, like, they're, they're crazy assassins who have, like, you know, powers and stuff, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. The trailer looked awesome, it showed more of the storyline, and that's what I really want to see. Um, because it's a great story, you know, it's, it's about a family, a dysfunctional family of superheroes who really... They were a team as children. They broke up as adults because they were like, "Listen, you know, this guy abused us. He took advantage of us. I'm, du- I'm dipping out. See you later." But they have to come back together to kind of save the day and save the world. Um, and inevitably, of course, save each other. Yeah. So it's a great. It's such a good comic. I highly recommend reading it if you like unusual stories. If you like dysfunctional families, you know, like the darker side of superheroes. It is one of my all-time favorites. So uh, definitely check it out at your local comic book store. Uh, the, the third series, Hotel Oblivion, is actually out right now after uh, a 10-year hiatus. Uh, okay. So definitely, if you want to read Hotel Oblivion, you got to read uh, season one and two because you're not going to understand what's going on. <laughs>
1: mm, well, you know what, man? <laughs> after seeing that trailer, I'm hooked already. Because I, I mean, sometimes it takes about a, a show... It takes maybe a couple of episodes for me to really kind of get into it. But that trailer right there, I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued. I'm going to have to binge it. I know it's it's going to happen. I try not to binge shows. Yeah. I'm trying to discipline myself to where, you know what? I'm going to do maybe one show at night. Portion you know,
3: control. Portion control. I love it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Portion control the shows. But then again, it's like, hey, man, once it... Once the ball keeps going I'm like all right you know what ah, I got to yeah. go to sleep but I really want to find out what's going on I
2: have a feeling you're going to you're going to want to binge this one yeah because just the way the story is like it's got like conspiracies mm-hmm. and um like a lot of twists and turns like reveals and stuff so you're going to like watch one and be like ah oh, but I need to know like who's who or what's this and Like, what's this mean? So, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Ooh, we'll have to see. (laughs) Umbrella Academy. But you know what? We also got another teaser trailer. Yes. This one right here. Guys, check it out.
0: Job one is supporting the seven brave heroes who put themselves in harm's way each and every day for us. (laughs) Fuck the seven.
1: The boys. Oh
2: I'm actually really excited about this. I don't and yeah. I, I know nothing about it. I've never read the comic. I mm-hmm. actually hadn't even heard about it until I saw the trailer. Yeah. Um, but it's from Dynamite Comics, apparently. And I don't know, I just really liked I liked the aesthetic. You know what it really reminded me of? Yeah. And I, I feel bad like even comparing it because I'm sure it's probably completely different. Uh-huh. But initially it kind of reminded me of Watchmen. Um, you know, there's like a team of heroes, they're like the symbol of you know peace and law and order and stuff in their in their uh society i guess yeah um so people look up to them to kind of hold the peace and apparently i guess there's like a you know like a smattering of people who don't agree or don't feel that way or they feel like um maybe they have too much control i don't Uh, know yeah um but yeah i'm really interested i really can't wait i'm kind of bummed well actually i think i do have amazon prime um it's uh it's going to be on Amazon streaming service uh Prime Video. Right. When it does come out, um I think it's in this this summer actually of 2019.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay.
2: What do you think?
1: <laughs> I you know what, man? It's just too, you know, this is a problem, man. It's just too many good shows.
2: Yeah, that's it's true. It's way too many.
1: It's I love but you know what? I love that it's kind of spaced out.
2: Yeah. Thank so God. So I
1: can actually binge and actually like really go through these shows because it's just Man, it's like a plethora of shows. It's like I hear from people, "Hey, have you started watching this show?" And I'm like, "No, I'm still in the middle of this show." Wait, well, hey, well, stop what you're doing, go on this show right here. And I'm like, "Oh man, it's just so it's a, it's a good thing, you know." I'm I'm complaining, but I'm not really complaining. It's just it's so much to take in, and this one also being another one to add to the list.
2: It looks so. I, I'm makes ex- it the the visual of it looks fantastic like the aesthetic Yeah, um, already kind of has me pulled in but I mean it looks like they put some pretty pennies into it it looks, it looks like, like it. they spent a dollar on it you yeah. know it doesn't look like crap exactly <laughs> but yeah I just I don't know I want to know more I'm going to have to do some research and find out what the story is there because it yeah. looks very reminds me of Watchmen a lot it like does. who watches the Watchmen kind of you know like mm. who are these people that have been in charge of us
1: right so, we'll see it's going to be interesting <laughs> man so again be on the lookout for the boys So my name is Sean, and my favorite supervillain would be the Joker. He's just crazy as
0: a character, and I love everything about him.
1: All right, CO, we got to talk about these rumors and speculations. What's going on out in these comic streets, man? (laughs) I've been hearing from the grapevine that Warner Brothers is in talks to develop a theatrical movie release of Batman Beyond. Mr. Wayne wants to offer you a job.
0: Job? It's not much, mind you. I find that in my old age, I could use a part time assistant. You know, a gopher. Go for this, go for that. An ally, as it were. Would you be interested?
2: Of course he would. Wouldn't you, honey? I mean to work with someone as famous as Mr. Wayne.
0: Sure. I warn you, I can be a difficult taskmaster. I accept nothing short of excellence from all who work for me. I think I can handle it. Very good then, Mr. McGinnis. Welcome to my world.
3: There we go. There's
0: the sound effects.
1: Come on, man. Batman Beyond. That's one of the Batman shows that I really, really enjoyed back in the day. And just the aspect of it being in the future, and obviously we saw the success of, you know, Spider-Man yeah. into the Spider-Verse. Woo! You know, so WB is like, hold on, man. We got somebody. Listen,
2: you know, can we we get a little bit of that money? (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: And obviously it's Batman. So you put Batman in front of anything, the crowd's going to come out to see. Yeah. And it's Batman Beyond. So it's going to get all the millennials, you know.
2: Yeah. Well, and people really like the aesthetic of that show too, like the the animation style. So I think that that on the silver screen will look really good. Exactly,
1: man. Imagine seeing that in IMAX or something. God, that'd be amazing. That'd be crazy. And if, again, like you said, with the art style, if it's anywhere, obviously I'm not comparing it to how Spider-Man was, but how yeah. awesome that art style was.
2: Yeah. Well, if they, if they take that art style from the the 2D show and then kind of apply it to a 3D animation, mm-hmm. I think they could kill it. Oh, yeah. They absolutely kill it. Um but uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. As always, if they actually follow through with it, which you know, because they say they're gonna do things all the time, then they don't. So, <laughs> mm, so you
1: gotta, you know, gotta see it. <laughs> always to gotta it. take
2: it. Yeah, I always take those at least DC's rumors with a grain of salt because it's like you know, yeah, they they seem to almost throw ideas like at the wall. They just throw them, throw them, throw them, and see what sticks.
1: Well, you know what though, I will give DC the credit that they deserve when it comes to their animation movies. Yeah, their animation their movies, movies are, awesome. are incredible i like, yo, the movies, you know, it's kind of really divisive depending on yeah. the movie you see. It's okay. Yeah. But the actual <laughs> animation movies, I'm like, I'm definitely going to at least watch it. And I know it's going to be at least good quality. They're, for, yeah.
2: Their animated movies are usually a slam dunk. They do right. a
1: good job. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. If it happens. Also, it happens. <laughs> also, we got Blumhouse developing an invisible man movie.
2: I know I'm so excited I love first of all I love uh Blue House they 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 pump out some really cool um horror movies thriller movies whatever you want to call them they have such great twists that's like my favorite part about it um but yeah I don't know we'll see but yeah Invisible Man man we haven't seen something like that in a long time at least in a good creepy horror aesthetic way um as opposed to that like Very modern, you know, realistic take that they did. What was with Kevin Kevin Bacon? Kevin
1: Bacon, man. Um, That was a good
2: one. The movie creeped me out. It was. (laughs) Too real, okay? Too real. It was too real for you? Yeah, that was too real. I like the... You know, like, he's a monster. Like, he's, you know... Let's keep it in... I like the Bride of Frankenstein kind of, you know, uh, Dracula aesthetic. (laughs) So (laughs) Not a creepy thriller that's, like, trying to, you know, psych me out.
1: (laughs) From my understanding, so this is going to be... Because, obviously... Uh, Universal tried their monster universe, which you know failed, mm-hmm. you know with the Mummy and then Dracula. So with this one right here, is it going to be its just own? I think this would be better for them anyway. Like, don't do the shared universe thing. Kind of yeah. just, do I mean, your own maybe thing, like an right?
2: implied universe, but yeah. I don't think. I mean, like that's awesome that Marvel did that, and they're doing such a fabulous job of maintaining it. Um, and I think that that works for that genre of superheroes, but like. When you have classic monster movies, I don't think you, like, need to do that. Like, you know, uh, like, remember the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Mm -hmm. Like, eh, nah, I don't need that. You know, or Penny Dreadful. I love that show, but, like, you know, Dracula and uh, Frankenstein's monster and, you know, this and that. They they don't all have to exist the same damn time. All right? Right. (laughs) Tone tone it down. We can focus on each character and have their own, you know, story and whatever.
1: Not everything deserves a universe. Yeah, not Don't every need it. you know. Yeah, need to
2: force it. Yeah. Um, I would just like its own standalone movie, and each character I would love to see like the Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. Um, actually, that Bride of Frankenstein thing doesn't make a lot of sense now, does it? Mm. If he's the Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster, monster, yeah. Because then she would be the bride of.
1: The doctor.
2: Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Before we go down that hole. <laughs> but you know, like Dracula and stuff like that, the mummy, uh, you know, Wolfman. That'd, yeah. that'd be cool. I would totally get behind. Them.
1: Just have their own things. Yeah. Solo. You and don't... maybe
2: maybe later if they want to do that, but don't rush it. Don't rush it. Don't make the same mistake DC did.
1: But here's my question: Who are they fighting? If they all coming together, each or, other? Or they fight each other?
2: Yeah. It's a it's a. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just It's a saying. rumble. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like,
1: they're going to have to either fight each other or are they fighting somebody that's even worse than them.
2: Yeah, I don't... That, that's see see. that's... And there's no need for that. Exactly. No
1: need for yeah, this. that's kind of tough. But, uh... But, yeah, so... I Unless they
2: come together and hang out and do the Monster Mash. I'll watch Ooh. that movie. Or if
1: they, uh... <laughs> that or if they just, like, hang out at shawarma.
2: Yeah. I, oh, my God. We'll
1: like, let's get some shawarma, guys. And there's,
2: like, people in the background like, oh, my God. Yeah, is, that, right? is that... Is that... Is yeah. Are those monsters?
1: That's, <laughs> you know <laughs> That would be amazing. I'll go see that for sure. <laughs> That's all we need. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> also, in the world of comic book movies, Marvel's Dark Phoenix. You think
0: you can fix me? Jean?
1: you are not broken. Where it is, is that it might not even come out. This is
3: the un- Beautiful friend.
1: I heard that. <laughs> Can I
2: laugh about that? I'm sorry. Well, why are you laughing? <laughs> that's embarrassing. Like that's so embarrassing
1: for that. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I believe that though. I, 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 I believe it's coming out.
2: If I hope listen, it's coming out. If they cancel Dark Phoenix, I will laugh my my balls off. Because <laughs> like you, I mean, they already spent all this money. You know what I mean to to acquire these assets. Right. What's the point? It's already shot. It's already filmed. It's it's done. Yeah. It's not like they were in mid production. They were like, all right, cancel it. Let's pull the plug. We don't need it. We're gonna do our own X Men thing. But it's already done. Just just put it out because it's. I mean, I haven't seen the ha- Age of Apocalypse. Is that right? Um, uh, so I don't like. I don't know what's going on with that current storyline with the Dark Phoenix and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, it's already done. So it's like just, just just put it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I would under. I understand why they're. Th- they would think about doing that because we know that since they've acquired the rights of these characters that they want to do their own X-Men. Mm-hmm. They want to do their own story uh, with their own actors and their own writers and stuff like that. But, um, and they, and they probably think that for us and for the layman, the normal people, the general audience, um, you know, that might be too confusing. Why, right. why you got an X-Men movie over here called Dark Phoenix and you got your own X-Men movie over here with new characters and I don't understand what's going on anymore. Right. But... Uh, I think they need to give people a little bit more credit.
1: Exactly, <laughs> They're man. not that stupid. They're not that dumb. We
2: all know that they bought Fox and that Fox is doing their own thing right. before they got bought. So yeah. it's like, just let that last one eke out mm-hmm. and do whatever it is you're going to do. Right. Um. And just explain it away with like Infinity you know, War or something with the snap. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Whenever they get the gauntlet, maybe, you know reality something de blah, blah and they
1: bring the mutants yeah, in you know, yeah something who knows?
2: whatever just wipe it all from existence yeah. but like i don't think that's a good idea at least in my opinion
1: right so i don't i don't believe that rumor i believe that you know it's been shot it's already wrapped everything is done it's just putting it out but you know yeah there was a rumor going around that uh somebody who works at a movie theater was told by the higher ups that they got to take down the posters they can't even talk about that movie anymore so put two and two together that movie might not even come out. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, bro. I, I don't. Even though that mo- you know it's out there, I don't believe that rumor. I think that's kind of just like, eh, I think I, they're kind of. I reaching. think
2: they they had a memo or something. Yeah. You know, where they were like, should we? You know, right. should we just cancel the whole thing? Yeah. And then they were like, uh no. Right. <laughs> but like it was already out there, and then somebody had to tell somebody. And yeah. I just I don't know. I just don't think it's very likely. Um, I think it would be that would be foolish and a waste of money and. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, maybe Marvel might be that that adamant about building their own X-Men universe.
1: They just, you, like, just don't, don't put a stop to it. Just don't know. we we'll have to wait and see, man. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm also thinking about, you know, the New Mutants as well, too. Like, that's another movie that, you know, maybe. Well, I
2: think the only thing that's saving New Mutants is that it's supposed to be like a thriller a horror right. movie. If yeah. it was like a like a serious superhero movie. Yeah like dark phoenix where it's a continuation of a storyline they'd be like let's mix that too you know
1: Mm. what i mean i think
2: that's the only thing saving it but that's just me all
1: right there we go guys well we gave you guys the rumors you heard it from the streets the comic book streets man people are talking out here by these comic book stands i saw a guy with a trench coat the other day he waved me down he's like yo i got some stuff to tell you so that's basically you know that's what i'm just saying you know what i'm saying it's so funny. You've seen that happen before. You work at a comic yeah. book store. I know you've seen <laughs> the guy the with the trench coat and the, fedora. and the fedora on, telling me, "Hey, look hey, here, hey, kid.
2: Hey,
1: hey, got something to tell you." They
2: always call you kid. Yeah, always look here, you
1: kid. kid. You got to meet in the back alley I'm all somewhere. Grown up. a <laughs> yeah. <pull> kid. <laughs> I'm trying to meet no back alley anywhere. But, you know, just saying. You know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> so, God. <laughs> so be on the lookout for the rumors.
0: Hi, uh, hi, I'm Alex. My favorite uh, comic book super villains are The Flash's Rogue Gallery, uh, just because they have some set of morals, like they don't try to kill people. And they, I mean, are out to make The Flash's life the most challenging it can be.
1: All right, CEO, it's that time we review the good stuff that came out on the streaming services or in the theaters. And you and I... We both watched Polar. Polar. Now, is it Polar or Polar?
2: I think it's Polar. Actually, you know, I don't know. Because you, I, I just say Polar. It's just po- Polar, I guess. Polar.
1: Is what you're saying Polar. Well, I mean, I was, I was saying Polar. Yeah. But then I heard you say Polar.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, don't know if that's right. I just said it like that. Well, the only
1: reason why I went with it because you know you're the comic book <laughs> expert, sorry. so I'm like, okay. I'm sorry. I think I'm messing it up. I gotta that's change it. That's
2: hilarious. So I
1: need to put Polar. I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's kinda like if you go, you know, like, hey man, I'm sharp at Target. I sharp at Target. Target. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so um your thoughts on Polar.
2: Man. Um, I have not read that comic, so I can't comment on like how similar it is to the series. But um it was it was phenomenal. I really liked it. The the stunt work was perfect. Matt Mikkelsen was fabulous as always. He's so good at being Uh, a dark and brooding character such a serious character um but yeah i loved uh, the aesthetic was fabulous the costuming was awesome the music was off the chain um yeah i I really liked it. i didn't my only thing my only complaint is i didn't like the ending um i thought it was a little predictable so that was kind of but it's a comic so i guess i shouldn't be surprised (laughs) i gotta do that sometimes But I'm excited the way they left it off because I'm not going to say anything that spoils it. But the way they left it off is obviously setting it up for um, like a sequel or series of of movies. So um, I'm excited. I'm more excited for the second one. I want to see the story there and the direction they're going to take there. So Okay. All right. My thoughts on it.
1: (laughs) I thought it was dope. (laughs) I loved it. You know, I heard that uh, a lot of people were comparing it to John Wick. Yeah, they were. And I've seen the comparisons because you know the whole angle of it. I mean, obviously, again, we're not going to spoil anything. So I completely see where they were saying that. Obviously, it has its differences. Obviously, and uh, I thought it was dope, man. Madden Mickelson, like you said, mm. I mean, this dude is oh, incredible. And I think this is the first time I've seen him kind of play that heroic.
2: Yeah, he's always a bad guy, type, right? Yeah, he's always bad. <laughs> he's always <a> bad guy. <laughs>
1: so it was awesome. I love when you know actors you know switch up the yeah. the whole dichotomy of what they're known for. So with him switching up to be a good guy, I'm like, okay, cool. I can rock with it. And just, you know, he has that intense, He's so intense vibe about him that you're afraid to bump into him on the street. Like, I'm scared to bump into him on the street. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. I've seen you do things, okay? I've seen you try to take out Doctor Strange. I've seen you do all sorts of crazy things. On and in Hannibal. this movie, he does some crazy things, <laughs> yeah. man. And he is ruthless on it. Yeah. So I thought it was dope. Um the end, like you said, I had it. I have my own thoughts on the end. Like we spoke about this, the end was you seen. I guess yeah, you're right. You can kind of see it coming. You know, it's pretty predictable. I had like a, I had an idea for an end for it, but obviously it would negate the, <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, I you know for those listening, I definitely recommend it. Make sure you know you're in a yeah. Be prepared. Be prepared. When you sit down and watch this film, be prepared for a lot of action, Uh, some twists, because there are some pretty cool twists Mm. that I didn't see coming. And there's some that I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I thought it was dope. I thought it was a good good movie. And I'm excited. Like you said, since it's based off a graphic novel, right? So, sequel coming possibly. Uh, so here's hoping, you know.
2: Ooh, that reminds me. Um, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Vanessa Hudgens. I think her name is. Yeah. Um,
1: yes. She's, she's like in really that.
2: famous for being on the Disney Channel, especially yeah. uh, High School Musical. High School
1: Musical. She
2: like was fabulous. She
1: was really good. She
2: was so good at being like a tortured, depressed, complex little character. Um, I loved her character. I, I'm excited to see more of of that. Um, but yeah, breakout little actress there. She kind of, she kind of stole some of the moments, uh, even though Mads Mikkelsen is like a fabulous actor. Um, so yeah, I just want to say that, but yeah, if you like, if you like action, if you like violence, if you like, um, (laughs) if you like, uh, you know, just if you like revenge stories, if you like stuff like Kill Bill and, and John Wick, of course, um, this is definitely going to be the movie for you, but yeah, it makes me, it makes me want to pick up. Gave strong Sin City vibes, if that makes sense. Um, it made me want to pick up the comic, so we'll see. I think I saw that it's in black and white too, like Sin City.
1: So. Oh, awesome! Um, okay, but
2: yeah, I'll have to check that out. It, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, man, definitely go. Make sure you guys sit down and get your stream on with this one, because it is two thumbs it. up worth for it. sure. For sure. Where the hell is he? Somebody set me up over here. You the you have nothing to do with it. Inca!
2: To Kill the black heifer and kidnap his cute little neighbor.
1: We should him so we don't have to look over our shoulder for the rest of our lives. And uh also, you actually, uh <laughs> you actually got a few things you want to go over. So you know what, CEO, I'll just say it and you just go. <laughs> wait, all right? wait,
2: well, I was really sick. Just, just I want to put that out there. After going up to Charlotte Mini Con and catching this bug or whatever, I just yeah. like binge, binge, binge really hard. Okay, and finished a bunch of shows. So go. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: All right. So <laughs> we spoke about this uh, a few weeks ago on, on one of our previous issues. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? We're
2: off to
0: Indonesia. Carmen San Diego. Yeah, you
2: Carmen San Diego was. Awesome. Highly recommend it. If you liked the old show, I highly recommend you watch it now. Now, the only thing, and I will preface this, it is, it is targeted to children. It says year seven at the top of the screen. So be prepared for kid's show. It's not for adults, it's not for nostalgia fans from, from back in the day, it's for this generation's children. Ah. Um, but it's still super good like the story arc um, with Carmen San Diego even adults can appreciate it. Mm. Um but yeah, the the art is fantastic. Um the 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 characters are all really well-developed and have their own personalities and stuff like that. The story is awesome. Um, it's so cute the way it has, it It fits the educational parts in. Like, oh, well, this is Chile. And they, you know, they, they export blankety blank and this is the tallest mountain. Like the way they put educational information, like tidbits into the show, like you, is very subtle. So, but like you're, so you're like watching the show and enjoying it, but learning little tidbits. I awesome. love that. So like, it was really cute how they brought that aspect of it back for the next generation.
1: Cool. I thought that was so okay. cute. Oh, that's dope. Okay, <laughs> so highly recommended. Highly and recommended. And again, like you said, for the nostalgic people like myself mm-hmm. who loved the first show, the first series, this is... More to the younger yeah. generation. Awesome. Okay, and uh, another thing, you checked out a series of unfortunate events. Oh my god, what's up with that? Because <laughs> that's um, that's in my queue. It's so good.
2: Um, ah. If you if you guys watched, I'm sorry. If you guys read the series back in the day, I was like 13, 14, 15, I think. Um, it is an absolute. It absolutely honors the the book series. It did such a good job. The the costuming the the actors did so good um the writers man they really captured um the essence of the show and um the key moments and basically like the message of it which is you know the world is like a really really hard place to live in but you know uh with your friends and with your family like there is hope and you can you can push through so it, it was so good, you guys. But that season three is a tearjerker. I'm sorry. If you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook, uh, you saw I was I was crying. I was like sobbing like every 10 minutes because it was like some, you know, somebody lost somebody or somebody gave up on someone or something. It was just absolute torture. Um, when it, it's called a series of unfortunate events, it is a series of unfortunate events. It is wow. very, very sad. So be prepared for that. Um but it was very good. I highly, highly recommend it. I remember when the movie came out back in the day. the movie was okay. Right. I remember was, the
1: movie. yeah. It was
2: very rushed, you know, because it's it's thirteen books long, um, not counting the the fourth um uh, what's the word unofficial book, our fourteenth unofficial book. Um, but yeah, it, it, they they kind of rushed a lot of it, and they kind of lost the the essence, I feel like, of the sh- of of the books. Um, so this does a much, much better job.
1: So. Okay, all right. So
2: But it makes you cry so.
1: A series of unfortunate <laughs> events It's uh You Well it's in the title So just be prepared for it That's basically what yeah, you're saying
2: Yeah That's exactly what I'm saying And 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 you don't feel like you need to read the books To understand This show does a fabulous job Of Of Being just as informative
0: But it is Where in the world have you been And how did you get here
2: it began when our parents told us to take a rickety trolley to Briny Beach.
0: I have some very bad news for you, children. Your home was destroyed and you're orphans now. We went to live with Count Olaf.
2: He threw Aunt Josephine to the leeches. <laughs> he was inspired with Esme squalor. and Carmelia Spats. He
0: kidnapped the Quagmire triplets. He
2: murdered Jacques Snicket in the village of foul devotees.
1: You can't prove that. All right, okay, well, uh, let me get my tissues ready for that one. <laughs> Next up, you finished Punisher Season 2. Yay, yay! Now, I reviewed it. Woo! Your thoughts on it.
2: Okay, real quick, because uh, we did already talk about it. I thought it was great. It was just as good as season one, in my opinion. I love the new characters this season, the young girl. Um, what's her name? Uh, anyway, with the big brown, curly, or I guess blonde, dirty blonde hair. Anyway, uh, she was awesome. The other new characters, the new villains I won't talk about. Um, it was awesome. If you saw season one, I highly, actually, I recommend watching season one again before watching season two. Um, it, just in my opinion, because there's so much conspiracy and backstory happening. Um, but yeah, the way they brought the other characters back in again, it was, it was phenomenal. And I love the way they left it off. Um, you know, it's not quite so bad of a cliffhanger as like Luke Cage, for example, and, uh, and, uh, Daredevil. So.
1: Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, there you go. I already told y'all, man, Punisher season two is amazing. You just heard it from little CEO herself who thought it was great. <laughs> and also you wanted, you really wanted to talk about this. Uh. Steven Universe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear about it.
2: Whew, for Steven Universe. Uh, Steven Universe is this phenomenal uh, children's show that is one of the few children's shows that even though it has like the, 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 the major storyline, of course, and it's mostly is targeted to kids, has a, actually an adult storyline underneath, like a little current underneath. So even though it's for kids, adults can watch it and very much enjoy it. Um, it's got some adult themes like, you know, uh, trauma and heartbreak and moving on and letting go of things. Um, it's a fabulous show. If you haven't watched yet, highly, highly, highly recommend it. So uh, what happened recently and why it's coming back into the news now is they had a really, really long hiatus. Because fun fact, it takes about nine months to make each episode of Stevie Universe.
3: Wow. Um,
2: it's like nine or six months if I'm correct. Anyway, so they had this big hiatus, um, and so the finale, I think it's season four, uh, just came out, and it was horrible, it was sad, it was tragic, but finally we got some closure. Um, of course, I'm not going to say any spoilers or anything, but we finally do get some closure on the Rose Quartz, uh, Stephen's mother storyline, which has been, um, it was obviously the focus in season, like the first couple of seasons, and then it kind of hit the back burner and then all of a sudden it burst back onto the sh- to the scene and was the focus forever. Um, so, yeah, it was it was absolutely fantastic. It it, it touched on on topics of um, generational trauma of, um, you know, uh, what's the word for this gender kind of dysphoria questions. People who are exploring their gender and stuff like that. They're the way they represent themselves to the world, even. Um, you know, it it was it was fantastic. It was beautiful. It, it of course it had themes about friendship, about support, um, you know, and and being yourself and being your true authentic self and being comfortable with that. So, it's a beautiful show. It makes me immensely happy to know that there are kids watching it because it's got such beautiful messages in it and I think that that's really really important for the younger generation to hear because they might not be hearing that at home
1: right that's a great point just from hearing the show and seeing a couple of episodes I definitely (laughs) definitely caught that vibe (laughs) of yeah man I mean especially nowadays you know I I can't imagine being a kid nowadays seriously because you got so many things that you gotta you know look out for and one of the biggest things for sure is that I know a lot of kids may struggle with how they feel about themselves yeah and how they
2: how they how they put themselves out there into the world. Right. Whether it's the way you look or your clothes or your personality or even your gender, which can be like a thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I think the biggest part of that show is be yourself and be your authentic self and be comfortable with who you are. Even when people are like, no, you need to be this or you need to do that Mm -hmm. or, or whatever expectations people have of you. It's like those things can be, they can add to you or you can add them to your life and you can be in a healthy way. But like, but also be comfortable with who you are and not changing it for other people, if that makes sense. So it's it's so good. It's so good.
3: That's important. The finale
2: had me in tears. Mm-hmm. So get ready for the tears. <laughs> get ready for the feels. Um, but yeah, and get ready for, I mean, the finale. It's the end of that storyline. I, now I don't know if that show is going to continue. We're hoping Cause there, I feel like there's other stories they could explore and 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 do, um, but we did we did get a confirmation they are doing a Steven Universe movie. Oh wow! Um, so that's coming. So we'll okay. see. Okay.
1: Right. <laughs> well, hey, Boy, definitely be on the lookout for that. So Carmen Sandiego, kids, new generation series of unfortunate events TV series. Get your uh, tissues out because it's going to be a sad <laughs> one. Punisher season two is so awesome and aggressive and it's just amazing. <laughs> And uh, Steven Universe, touching, uplifting Mm. Mm. for the youth out there. Papa bless. Did I wrap it up pretty cool? You did. All right. There (laughs) we go, guys. So definitely so many great things. Like I was saying earlier, so many great shows for you to watch or you and your kids could watch together. (laughs) So just an abundance of great, great TV shows that's out there. You can believe. All right, it is that time when we talk about the new comics that came out this week. Lil Co, what's hot out here on those comic book stands?
2: Who boy? Um, so obviously Wednesday is New Comic Book Day. Um, so this Wednesday actually was the fifth Wednesday in January, so there was a very light week. Uh, so we usually ha- ends up happening with stuff like that is either uh they'll drop a lot of annuals. Um, so annuals are one shots that are part that can be part of it or might be their own little. Thing, so you don't have to like read, you don't have to read them if you don't want to, but it adds to your overall experience or uh, DC does things where they do crossovers, uh, DC heroes with Hanna-Barbera characters, DC superheroes with Looney Tunes characters, whatever. Um, so it can be a very interesting kind of toss up when it's a fifth Wednesday. But uh, what happened this week, at least the big stuff for DC uh, was Heroes in Crisis number five. If you have not started reading Heroes in Crisis yet, I highly, highly recommend it. If you like murder mysteries, if you like um events like In Infinite Crisis, stuff like that, um, then Heroes in Crisis is the book for you. Now, number five did come out this week, but you can still get on one, two, three, four, and and obviously five. Mm-hmm. Um, five was actually pretty awesome because what they do since it's a murder mystery is the B covers look like um case file photos from like a like a a file for like police detectives, you know. Yeah. Uh So this this week's one was actually Jason Todd getting straight up murdered. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you like that one. So I love that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool storyline. Basically, uh, Batman has a little, he has a what's the word for this? Like a getaway, a reserve where superheroes can go. They have to wear masks and capes and our robes. I'm sorry. They have to wear masks and robes and keep their identity secret so they can go there to recover from illness. They can go there to recover from addiction problems, from uh, injuries, kind of stuff like that. Uh, but the key is that they have to keep their identity secret. Now, this reserve only works if everybody does that. But um, at the reserve, somebody is murdered. So now Batman has to go to the reserve. Nobody trusts the reserve anymore. And he has to figure out who did it and why. So that the reserve can go back to doing what it's supposed to do. So it's a very fascinating little event crisis that's kind of happening right now. Highly recommend it. Jump on it, baby. All right. Now for Marvel this week, they have... This is actually really cool. It's the Uncanny X-Men number one from back in the day. So it's a reprint of an old comic. Okay. Um, with Wolverine, I think Captain America, Black Widow, stuff like that. Oh, wow. Um, But it's in 3D. This is the coolest thing that came out this week. Like, no joke. Hands down. Boom. It's It has... It looks like 3D like um like it coming out coming out at you and it yeah. comes with a pair of
1: glasses. I was going to ask that.
2: Yeah, it's like the coolest thing. I highly recommend go to your nearest comic book store, run in and get these real quick cuz they are going to go and once they're gone they're gone. They're not making any more. So, oh. it's awesome. It's so old school. It's like the perfect 80s thing. Um definitely a perfect uh buy for a nostalgia fan.
1: Ooh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Gotta get the glass. I like that though, man. Right? The 3D glasses to bring that. Okay. All right. So cool. Super hype for that.
2: Um. And then the last thing for the independent comics this week is Fight Club Three. Okay. Uh, number one is out this week, so it's being written by, I can never say his name right, but Chuck Palanck
3: mm. um,
2: the writer who wrote the Fight Club book back in the day. Um, oh. So it's a it is a in world in canon continuation of his series. So um, yeah, it's very interesting. I think it's it's still got what's his name, Tyler Durden, um, and the girl I forget her name, but she's like pregnant with his child, and he's freaking out. He's like, "What am I gonna do? You know, my life's my life's a nightmare. The world is a nightmare. Do I want to bring a child into this world?" Um, and obviously his escapades as Tyler. So it's very interesting. If you if you loved the book, if you loved the movie, if you want more of the the story from that universe, definitely want to pick that up.
1: There we go. Okay. All right. Well, we got three awesome things to pick up in comic book stores. Heroes in Crisis, number five, Uncanny X-Men, which I'm super excited for. 3D, 3D glasses. I'm going to have to get that for myself. I'm going to have to get a couple of copies. And Fight Club 3, number one. So uh, definitely go to your local comic book store. Shout out to Soundwave Comics out there. in Somerville always treating us so well. <laughs> so uh, make sure you go get those, man. I'm super hyped, man. I got to get those 3D glasses, man. I'm out to like keep it in the plastic though. I might get one that I can open, and the other I keep to the side. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Like a
2: true comment with birds. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, my name is Kaden, and my favorite super villain is Shigaraki from My Hero Academia because he's the handyman.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, it is that time where we give you guys our hot takes. <laughs> this is highly, highly requested topics that um. That we give our opinions for, some that you may love and agree, others you may not like, you may hate our opinions on it. That's why it's hot takes, man. It gets you all hot and bothered. <laughs> Cause Lord knows, CEO. <laughs> I've had plenty of people Ooh. come up to me yeah. about yeah, your yeah. hot takes. And I know that uh mine a little mild. <laughs> Compared to your spiciness. I know, I know. And we got to change that. I
2: love it. But you
1: know what, though? (laughs) Do you want to go first with your hot take or do you want me to go first?
2: I actually want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm excited for your hot take.
1: All right. So, my hot take this week here's the thing I'll set it up for you guys. So, I just went to see Bumblebee finally, went to the theaters to check it out this past weekend. My review on it, it's pretty good. You know, I mean, honestly, it's more, eh. You know, I thought it was, thought it was cool. And then I sat there and after the movie ended, I was thinking to myself, hmm, Transformers. Uh, Bumblebee, I guess Bumblebee was like, they're trying to push Bumblebee to be the star, obviously, besides Optimus Prime. And after seeing the movie, I was like, okay, it's, it's cool. But you know what, man? I'm, I'm done with the Transformers. I'm completely done. I don't care. I'm done with them.
2: Unpopular opinion. Yeah, I'm done with you.
1: I'm done with the Transformers, man. Like, look, I I understand the 80s nostalgia, of course, man. The Transformers an iconic franchise, but as far as the movies, as far as all of that goes, I'm done. Yeah,
2: they're fart town.
1: You know, Michael Bay, I guess you could blame it on him cuz he kind of ruined maybe six of those movies that he directed and everyone knew and he still did it anyway and still made money for the most part. Uh, yeah, I'm just done with him, man. I don't care anymore. I don't. Like, I saw Bumblebee and and like I said, it's not bad. Yeah, it's it fun. It's cool, you know? It, honestly, it's more of a coming-of-age movie.
2: It was, yeah. Than
1: an action movie. It was movie. cute. When I came into it, now the first 15 minutes, oh, man, I was in. I was like, okay, here we go. All right. And even the designs because it takes place in the 80s. So, you know, they went back to the old school transformer designs from the classic eighties cartoon series that everyone loved. But then, you know, as the movie kept going, not saying it was bad. Cause it was, it was pretty good. It was cool. I just, now I'm kind of like, eh, I don't care for another one. I don't care. Honestly, if they make more, which they probably will since Bumblebee, I think Bumblebee did pretty good at the box office, but I'm just done with them, man. There's so many other eighties iconic shows and properties that you can do. You know what? I want my Thundercats movie. I've been saying I want my Thundercats movies for the past few years. I want a Thundercats movie.
2: <laughs> Listen, you know I how want... I feel about the 80s stuff? No, I know. And I want a Thundercats movie.
1: There you go. Like... You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, even, hey, I, you know what? G.I. Joe. The first one? Yeah, eh. that sucked. Ugh. Second one? Oh, that was trash. But, I mean, you got those other shows. <laughs> if they did a, like, a,
2: like a reboot with some new... Yeah, they could do that good.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm just transformers leave transformers alone matter of fact i'm done with them you know or maybe put them you know put them in a storage you know unit for at least yeah. at least a good 10 20 years years or something, maybe yeah, yeah 20 that might even be better just <laughs> i'm just so done with transformers hey look transformers will always be iconic but i just feel like the movies ruined it for me to the point where it's like if i see something that's transformers on tv or anything i'm kind of just going to skip past it i'm I'm just done. Yeah. So, my hot take, Transformers, done.
2: Done, son. Done, son. <laughs>
1: I'm, end. I'm complete. I don't need any more Transformers.
2: Why are so. you trying to get the Transformer fans to come and attack us? Like, what are you doing?
1: You mean like the three of them that's outside? <laughs> I'm just saying, besides the 80s besides the eighties people, oh. then that's more. But the ones that are like, you know, the, the movie guys, one, come, guys, come guys. on, man.
2: Fantastic. Yeah, God so that's one. my hot take this
1: week. Transformers. I'm
2: cool. Oh my god, it's so funny! I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> the three guys, you know. Woo! Wow, well, good job. I like that hot take. That's Thank what's you. Up. That's Appreciate what's up. that. I, I feel you. I'm I'm over Transformers too, dude. Like it's and it's in that movie. Those are those characters are hard because like when they fight because they're just big giant robots. Like they almost disappear and like amalgamate. It's hard to animate. It is. You know what I mean? So it's like. Especially if they're fighting in like a city, it's like they just disappear, and it's just right. You can't just tell what's a going on. Of, yeah, listen, Thundercats. I'm okay with that.
1: Yo, give me. I'll stand behind you on Thundercats. Give me Lionel. Give me the Sword of Omen. I want my Thundercats, man. Give me any. <laughs> I mean, whatever, yo. Just yeah, Transformers. I'm I'm done with y'all. There it is.
2: All right. Well, I feel like my hot take is not that spicy, but I'm I'm gonna talk about it.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm tired of the hate. I'm Ooh. tired
2: of of the hate. And 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 the gossip and and the jokes and the memes. Oh I'm man, tired
1: of it. Who are you talking about?
2: I'm talking about the Scarlet Witch. Wait, wait no, no, no. Who talking about the Scarlet Witch? <laughs> Listen, I'm serious. The people on the internet, man, they're giving my girl a hard time, and I'm I'm not gonna stand for it.
1: Okay, I'm def- not gonna take it. Defend your girl, then.
2: Because okay, now I love. Actually, Vision is one of my favorite characters from Marvel at
3: least.
1: Okay.
2: Um I love him. I love I got a I got a big soft spot for uh AI android people who gain their, you know, what's the word for this? Uh like self awareness and stuff mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. Like uh Lieutenant Commander Data. Like that's that's my jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I love it. Yeah. But Scarlet Witch, I got a I got a soft spot for her too. She I mean, she reminds me of like Raven from the Teen Titans. Ooh. She's always struggling with like her darker half and trying to pull her to the dark side and Ray. um, like where she, she just goes crazy and she in the comics, she has they've actually kind of nerfed her in the movies. She has reality bending powers.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, they definitely nerfed her. Cause I remember what she did to the to the mutants, yeah. House of M. Yeah. I mean, enough said.
2: <laughs> um, she she literally when her and Vision get married and she decides she wants to have kids, she like rips reality in half or some crap and like p- makes her own children. Like, yeah, it, she's she's wild. Mm. But but yeah yeah. So some people have been giving her some flack because in Infinity Wars, uh, they they were saying, listen, what's up with this girl and her stupid toaster oven? Like, let toast. <laughs> Let the Whoa. toaster oven go. Kill vision and save the day, right? And I'm like, listen, okay. First of all, y'all ain't gonna talk smack about my child like that. Mm. First of all, see so jot that down. Okay. Vision is not a toaster oven, or else I'd be like, yeah, let's like kill him and and get the ding mind stone. He is a living, breathing being with uh, thoughts and feelings, and he he's self-aware. Right. Um He's not a VI, he is an AI. He has his his own personality and thoughts and and stuff. Um you could do, like dang, they should really they should be studying him. But anyway, not the point. Point is, he is a living breathing being too just because he has a uh what's the word for this? Just because he has a non-organic body doesn't mean he's not a person. So like jot that down. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, they're giving her a hard time saying that she should have just killed him out the gate. Um he did. He did offer to sacrifice himself, which is a very noble thing. But how many other characters in the movies have offered to sacrifice themselves? And everyone was like, uh, "Nah, you're not going to do that. We're going to watch you back." And that's what they did for Vision. Um, but yeah, my point is, treat Vision like person because he is a person. I don't like that. But yeah, like, and you're not only are you asking her to kill another living person, you're asking her to kill her lover, like her significant other. Because um, uh, I mean, they're never too like hundred percent clear. But I think what is this a two year difference between Civil War and? I believe uh, so. Uh Infinity War. Infinity
1: War, yeah, yeah. So
2: they've been in a romantic relationship for like either a year or more. Yeah. So uh can y'all put some respect on on their relationship? Like, mm. am I just supposed to turn around and kill my lover just because some a hole <laughs> showed up and mm. wants to steal the stone out of his forehead? Nah. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Okay. So I just wanna I wanna squash that hate because I, I don't think that's very fair. I feel like if anybody deserves some hate and I know you're gonna get mad. But it's uh, Peter Quill. All right. If you want to be mad at somebody and be like, listen, if you just done what you're supposed to do, Thanos wouldn't have gotten the time stone that y'all need to be pointing your fingers at Peter Quill. (laughs)
1: Look, the Peter Quill thing. I I feel like most people feel that way towards that argument. This is the first I've heard as far as Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. I've heard mostly yeah. Star Lord. Oh yeah, they've
2: been hating but they've been on hating him. on.
1: So that's new to me as far as Scarlet Witch. Oh yeah, chose.
2: Google that. Google it. Okay, all it, right. it was mostly. It seemed like it was mostly on Twitter and like Tumblr and stuff. Yeah. I'll have to show you the meme. It's really funny. Okay, um, because I will admit that it is
1: funny. Uh, but. <laughs> it's funny, but you don't like laughing. at But it
2: ain't true. All right. <laughs> mm, okay. All right. Okay. But but yeah, I feel like. Uh, so basically, my hot take is Scarlet Witch didn't do anything wrong in Infinity War. And anybody who says otherwise is entitled to their opinion, but it's a wrong opinion.
1: No, you so, just tell them. Tell them, eat it. tell them you could be like, yo, if you got something to say, if you think it's wrong, you can just, wrong. Yeah, square up, just square up or, you know, you get dusted. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to get, wanna, like get that. that snap, you know, get that glove on. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Wow. That is. Man. Okay. That is interesting. Because, I mean, I, all I hear from people, people I even who aren't even big into the comic book movies, like a friend of mine actually went and just saw Infinity War. And I asked him. And I was like, okay, who do you thought or think that was at fault during that whole situation? And the first thing he said was, oh, yeah, the Star-Lord. Dude. <laughs> first thing. It's like the Star-Lord. dude. I was like, well, wait, man. He's, you know, his, his girl, his woman just Ugh. died. Ugh. He was like, so? And? Got, but, exactly. But you and? know what? But he said, even though... He felt that way. He understood, because it's like, well, if it were me, yeah, I probably would. I probably would have gone crazy. Probably would have gone crazy. You know,
2: that's and all. You know what? And that's why you shouldn't be a superhero. Then. Oh, Whoa. What? <laughs> listen. I'm a great, great whole, superhero.
3: What if are you are you gonna
2: be a superhero, you need to be. You have to have a freaking level head, dude. Like, I mean, I'm sorry.
1: Or, or. Maybe that shows the humanity in no, that. Person.
2: See, but it doesn't. Cause that's Why? not to me. That's not, that's just dumb. It's dumb. It's, it's a bad decision. It's dumb. It's impulsive. It's reckless. It's selfish. It's, uh, uh, what's the word? It, it, it was just, and it was in my opinion, transparently just for the plot. Like it was just so that Thanos could get away and the plot could continue. So like I don't really, I definitely don't like that. Like that's not good writing to me. Um, oh, you and right. I and I honestly I felt like it was out of character for Star Lord anyway. And it, again, it just played into the the for the plot. You know what I mean?
1: I don't know, man. Star Lord's always been gullible, man. He's, he's always he's, he, he's made some dumb. He's just, He's made some dumb choices. He's kinda. And the Guardians One and Two, he's made <laughs> some dumb choices. We've known this. That's why Gamora always, the way you're looking right now, that's the way Gamora always looked at him. <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy over here. Do nah. I have to teach you everything? Are I, you always doing some stupid stuff? He's like, oh, yeah, sometimes.
2: Yeah, no. I'm just, I don't know. I don't think that,
1: okay. I don't think that was. Mm. That's right. just, okay. That's just me. Okay. Okay.
2: Well. Hot take. Hot take, Ooh, hot take.
1: Scarlet Witch, you say she didn't do anything wrong. Nope.
2: Okay. All right. Best girl.
1: All right. Well, we're going to have to ask the people, man. We, you know, we got to get the people. We got to get their rebuttals. Yeah. We got to maybe, you know, if you're out there and if you see one of us. Yeah, please do. Let us know. So that way we can record you and put you on here so you can kind of give your side. Be like, you know what? Y'all out y'all mom. <laughs> and guess what? You might be right. And then for the most part, probably wrong. Uh-huh. But that's just us.
2: I'm
0: definitely out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated is Ant-Man. Nobody gives Ant-Man love. But he is the s***. he does, he can grow big, he can go small, he can just disappear, he can flip you, he he, he he's just a man.
1: All right guys, but well, before we end another great issue of the comic section, we gotta ask our own little CEO how her trip to Charlotte MiniCon was. What was the whole experience like for all the people out there who've never been to a con, who wants to go to a con? Why don't you let them know your experience out there in Queen City of Charlotte?
2: Ooh, ooh. Um, man, I love Charlotte Minicon. I've been going to Charlotte Minicon for like the past five years, I think. Um, it's just it is such a good little show, and I'm not surprised. It's Charlotte Minicon is put on by the same people who do Heroes, Heroes Convention in uh, Charlotte again in June, usually on Father's Day weekend. So it's just a mini little baby version of their already existing con. So it's just as good. It's just tiny, it's it's ploppable, it's manageable. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great it's a great show. It's a one day little show. It's from eleven to five usually, um, but it's it's inside the Grady Cole Center in Charlotte. Um, so it's a little it's a little smaller. It's like a little gymnasium, almost like a, a stage and stuff. Okay. but it's really great. They have they usually have local top industry level people there. They had Rico Renzi, they had Jason Latour, uh, Sanford Green, Chuck Brown, um, Bridget Connell. Um, Matt Wilson, Chad Bowers, Chris Sims. Um, It's a really, it's definitely worth going. It's worth the two-hour drive. It's super fun. People, um, it gives you an opportunity to have a more intimate, like, moment with each of the artists. Um, Because it's not some big, huge con. There's not, like, giant, giant lines. So, usually you can stand there and have a little chat with them, ask for their signatures, you know, buy some stuff, even maybe get a commission, which is, like, the coolest part. Right. Um. But yeah, it was great. The artists is always a, are one of my favorite parts, at least. But the vendors are always super cool. They have like all of the the local uh, comic book vendors from the not Charleston, sorry, from South Carolina and North Carolina. Uh, They're selling their Bronze Age, Gold Age, Silver Age comics. Um, selling some slab stuff, some CBC, some CGC. Like they they, they got they got the good stuff. If you if you're a collector, it's a good show too. If you're an if you like the art, then it's a good show. Um, but then they even have an independent artist alley where they have like freelancers like myself, you know. And you get to talk to some of them. They've got new books. They've got their own little graphic novels. They're publishing themselves. It's awesome. Highly recommend it. It was only like five bucks to get in. Uh, actually, we got in for free because we have bought Heroes Con tickets. So if you already had tickets for that show, they let you in for free. It was awesome. Okay. Highly recommend it. It is one of my favorites. Because um, then what we do is, you know, we go up in the morning and then we come or we have lunch. We usually have somewhere, you know, like Amelie's, something fancy that you can't have in Charleston, you know. Um, and then we just come back down. So awesome. it's super easy, you know. But... Yeah, I'm, 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 I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with my friends. Right? It was nice. I uh, highly recommend, if you if you do go, go with like people. Do a car ride, you know, uh make chair.
1: A big trip out of make it. Make a
2: trip out of it and just hang
3: out with the people.
1: There we go. Awesome, <laughs> man. Well, that's awesome to hear because I know there's certain people out there who may not have ever gone to a con before. And I know there's going to be some cons. It's going to be oh, around... Yeah? close to here in Charleston, South Carolina. So there's definitely going to be some if you've never been to one, definitely plan on doing it. Taking the family out there, seeing, you know, things that you love and people out there who, you know, love it equally and if not more. You may find some people that can tell you things that you didn't know about your favorite characters or comic book artists and obviously the cosplayers, there's so many things you can go and do at all these awesome cons. So make sure you go to a con, man. Take yes. That, put that on your bucket list. Yeah,
2: they're local. I mean, um, and on, I'll just name a few that are coming up in the next few months, but there's a Comic Con is coming up in March. Uh, the South Carolina Comic Con is coming up in Greenville in March. Um, actually, fun fact, I just learned a Steven Universe themed convention is coming to Charlotte in November. So that's really cool.
3: Ooh. Um
2: But yeah, most unfortunately, my, most of the stuff. Is upstate, mostly in Charlotte, or it's in Savannah or Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so you're gonna have to drive. Just gotta get used to that. If you want to go to conventions, you're gonna have to get used to driving. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just there's tons of stuff. As always, check out our Facebook page. Um, I try to put all of our Nearby events here in Charleston, South Carolina, on the page so that you can check it out before, uh, ahead of time, make some plans, man.
1: There you go. And for all of our international listeners out there, man, you might want to book a flight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: HeroesCon is the second largest comic book convention on the East Coast, wow, after New York Comic Con. There you go. So it's 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 worth a trip.
1: There it is. There we have it, guys. Well, that wraps up another great issue of the comic section, issue number nine. And we're doing it guys And also shout outs To all of our listeners From all around the country All around the state And all around the world Man we're getting A lot of A lot of listeners From different parts Of the world It's incredible Uh, Thank you so much For tuning in man It means the world To all of us And to know that You guys enjoy What we put out And uh, just give us even more motivation to keep on going. You know what I'm saying?
2: Oh, and a big shout out to George Perez's um, representatives because they shared our podcast on his official Facebook page. Awesome! Because we talked about him retiring last right. episode. Yeah. Um, they even uploaded this picture that I had posted on their page of me with George Perez and this beautiful commission he did for me of Raven from the Teen Titans. Right, I see um, it. Um, God bless. Yeah, amazing keep up the amazing work. We love you. I love you. <laughs> there we go? Boop. But yeah, big big shout out to George Perez. That is really really cool. We really appreciate
1: that. Yeah, thank you so much, man, for sharing <laughs> it, man. I think cuz honestly, I feel like we got so many new listeners because yeah, of that. Yeah, so thank like, you. I feel
3: like that too.
1: So much, man. You have to show the um show the people the picture on our uh, oh, yeah. Facebook and yeah, Instagram I'll, I'll page. Oh I'll upload right? that,
3: yeah.
2: There
1: That's we go. It. All right, guys. And again, like I said, make sure you follow us all over social media at The Comic Section. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter we are there guys and also make sure you tune in every Monday on SoundCloud on Spotify on Apple iTunes on Apple podcast on Stitcher on TuneIn uh, Amazon Alexa and yeah, we're everywhere you can think of Google Play shout out to y'all man anywhere that you can find a podcast we are on just look for the awesome comic section logo and there we are and again that wraps up another great issue of the comic section I am Jason alongside
0: we'll see you and we'll catch you guys next week peace you got a question, a comment, you want to let them know how you feel? You can shoot them an email, comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can get at Little CO on Facebook and Instagram at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay and on Twitter at Cut It Out Comics. And you can get at Jason on Facebook and IG at J Rock That's the letter J R O C D A M I C editorial content in this issue of the comic section podcast was used by the following.com's Nerdist, Comic Book, Den of Geek, CBR, Netflix, Sci-Fi, Screen Rant, ComingSoon.net, and HeroesOnline.com. And the following YouTube channels, Amazon Prime Video, 20th Century Fox, and Netflix. And that's a wrap. Issue number nine, edited and produced by RedmanActual.com. Audio, production, voice. Redman Actual.